Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning and welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. Oh, friends, we're going in. We're going in this morning. We're going to talk about the moon. We're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about cycles because guess what? This is lighting me up and it's lighting you up. And it's really exciting to just, I have my whole body literally buzzing right now. I've got goosebumps everywhere. This is just the conversation that we get to have today and it's awesome. But first, before we dive in, what are you grateful for? Amazing, amazing. Okay, moon cycles. Let's talk about them. So we have been raised in a patriarchal society for a very, 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 very long time that has taught us to wake up in the morning, set a goal, go after it. If you don't hit it, then you have failed. If you do hit it, then you have exceeded expectations. And now that you, now you can feel an instantaneous high until you realize that okay, you hit it, now what? And then you get to come home and you get to go to bed. And then you wake up in the morning and it's lather, rinse, repeat. Anyone else? Like anyone else with this functionality? Because I know for certain, for me, I thrived in this functionality for a very long time. I thought it was exactly what I needed to be doing because if I could hit all the external benchmarks and if I could even surpass them, then I would prove that I was worthy and I was good enough and I could do all the things and that would make me feel like I lived on top of the world for about eight seconds until then I suddenly got that thought of, how am I going to top that? Or, oh, can I, can I maintain this? Oh, probably not. So I'm just going to now sabotage myself to prove that hitting the goal in the first place didn't feel very good because it only winds up in me feeling deflated and defeated. Anyone else? Okay. So here's the truth. The divine feminine is rising. The divine feminine is an energy. And it's within all of us. It's within both men and women. The divine feminine is made up of flow and creativity and being and creating and just bringing life to, (laughs) bringing life to life, bringing projects through each and every beautiful stage of its manifestation. It is enjoying sensuality. It is connecting in deeply. It is resting and rejuvenating because within that rest, divine feminine understands that she is wide open to create again because she's wide open to receive the ideas that she cannot receive when she has filled up all of her time with do, 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 be, 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 go, go, go. Right? So, This is rising. This energy, this yearning, this calling is actually happening on a universal scale right now. It is a thing. It it seems mystical. It seems woo-woo. It is, but it's also a thing and it's happening. So let's let's just take that as truth 
and <laughs> finally say hallelujah because somebody finally put words to what you're feeling inside. So if you are feeling inside that you are being called to more, but you have no freaking clue how to do it, that's the divine feminine. She's rising within you. She's asking you to witness her and to be seen and to be given life and to be breathed into and to be honored. If you are feeling like you are on a hamster wheel and there's got to be more to life than this, but you can't possibly invest any time in yourself, any money in yourself, you cannot possibly think about what you want because you have everybody else to worry about. This is the divine feminine rising because as you're feeling these uncomfortable feelings of, I really want to do this, but I just can't. That would be selfish of me, or I would be putting my family um, in a bad place if I did this. Those negative feelings are there telling you that something has to change. And that thing that gets to change is you and the way that you're witnessing yourself, the way you're functioning, the way that you get to look through life. I am now about to give you new lenses. To look at life through. And I'm really excited to do so. And I'm going to allow for the moon cycle to be our guide on this, to be a blueprint on this. So women actually have a different cycle than men. Men typically have a 24-hour cycle. The dudes can do the thing where they wake up, go to work, come home, rest, wake up, go to work, come home, rest, like lather, rinse, repeat style. That's how actually they function the very best. And like, yay, good for them. That's awesome. That's awesome that they have a society and a world that has been created to support their needs. Now it's time for us to create the society and the world that supports our needs, not by taking away the functionality of the needs of our dudes, but by creating in tandem creating in partnership, creating differently, but creating a system that will allow for us to function at our very best so that we feel amazing throughout the process of creation in our way, which happens to be on a 28-ish day cycle. Cool, right? We do not want the divine feminine to rise to overtake the masculine. That's actually very masculine energy. We don't want that. We want to work in partnership. We want to work in co-creation. We want there to be a harmony between the divine feminine and the divine masculine so that everything that is created is created in the purest, highest state. Think about the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And when they co-create together and they are in their divine, they are in their purest state, what do they create? They, they create the divine child. I actually had a polarity session with my incredible energy healer, Marsha Stoltz. She's awesome. Send me a message if you want her information. I'm happy to give it. Um, and she was explaining this to me. I've done a lot of work with the divine feminine and the divine masculine, but I had never thought about it in terms of what gets to be created when the divine feminine and the divine masculine are working in harmony. It's the divine child. And what is the divine child? It is pure innocence, pure joy pure integrity, pure happiness, pure silliness. It is everything that is aligned with abundance creation, joy creation, good feelings. It's light. It's love. It's life. So we want to create a world where these 
these two energies get to come together beautifully. We want to create a state where we are constantly feeling that divine child within us. What are some things that we can do to really tap into this energy? How can we start to move away from that very linear focus, very goal-oriented way of functionality that works for the dudes in our life and step more into that that flowy functionality, that creation functionality, that swirly functionality that really allows for us to ebb and flow with the different energies so that we can honor every single need that our body and our mind and our soul has. Well, right off the bat, I can give you two blueprints. One is your female cycle, (laughs) but I know that that actually is a little bit tricky for some women, including myself. I, many of you know, I have been on a healing journey with my own period for about a year and a half now. And I have healed my body and my soul enough to give myself a period back. Um, But she doesn't show up every 28 days on the dot, like clockwork, which would be like the ideal case. And that's okay. I am learning my body in different ways. And it's just beautiful to know that we can do miraculous things. So the other blueprint that we really have, the other natural blueprint, and I use that, that term so lovingly to say, We do not want to take on the blueprints of other people because other people have done their own work to figure out what works for them. And we cannot apply the blueprint of somebody else to ourselves exactly because we are not the same person as them. But when we are talking about universal blueprints, when we are talking about things that are the same for everybody, this is gold. And it's always available, and it has always been available, and that is moon energy. The moon has been in the sky every single moment of every single day of your entire life, past lives, and will be there in future lives. (laughs) And it's so fascinating because the moon, no matter what's going on, she's ebbing and flowing. She's waxing and waning. And she is, her energy is controlling the tides. It's controlling the water on our, the very planet within, with on which we live, on which we live. It's just amazing to me that we have had this thing, this beautiful, brilliant thing that many of us have felt connected to without knowing why for a very long time. We have this, we've had this available to us every single moment of our lives. And now we're starting to have the conversations of what if we utilized her? What if we witnessed her and her steadfast brilliance of no matter what's going on, no matter what problem is created, no matter what good thing or bad thing is happening on earth, the moon is still going to do her thing. She is still going to go from new moon, from not being able to see her at all in the sky to full moon And then she's going to go back from full moon to new moon. She's going to do that no matter what. And within this energy of the moon, she's providing us the guidance for how we as women get to live our lives if we so choose. And it's incredible because like I know for many women that I work with and myself included, control has been a big thing for us. We've wanted to control all the things. We've wanted to be in charge of it all. And we want control because that makes us feel important. And that makes us feel like our work here and our time here is is functionable or matters. 
But the fact is, as we learn that life is always working out for us and that releasing control to allow in miracles, to allow in magic, that's actually where the nectar of life lives, then true joy comes in. And when we realize that actually we, when we're in control, we're basically trying to play God. And I don't know about you, but I certainly do not want the responsibility of God in the entire universe. We think we do, but we actually don't. And so what can we do? We can release the control, the grippiness that we have over every single second of every day, every single penny in our bank account, every single thing our kids are doing, every single party and event that we need to go to. We can release control over all of that and we can start to subscribe with the energies that are already available to us by way of the moon. So I actually just recently did a training about the moon cycles and I went into a lot of detail and I'm going to give a brief overview in this conversation about the different phases of the moon cycle because I think that that will help bring into context um, just what people are asking me specifically about right now on Instagram, on Facebook, um, everywhere. So I want to talk to this and I want to say that I love the book Lunar Abundance by Ezie Spencer. I think it's an amazing guide, and she actually breaks the moon cycle into eight different phases, which I love, because over a 28-day period, it's interesting to think about where the moon is every second and like wonder what the energy should be, and like you can kind of overanalyze it if you're trying to look at it too much. But then also, if you are just breaking it down into maybe two phases of the moon, which is where I started, friends, so start simply for ourselves, for yourselves. Um, that kind of leaves it a little bit more open-ended. And I start to wonder like, okay, so let's just, let's just throw this out there. If you're going to break it into two moon phases, then the new moon to the full moon is a very outward energy. It's a very doing energy. It's a very, um, it's like busy getting all the things done. You want to like talk to all the people, go to all the places, do all the things from the full moon back to the new moon. And you can actually picture this. The moon is getting dark again. It's like it's pulling a blanket over itself. So it's inviting us into more of that waning energy, that resting energy, that being energy. This is the time period where you kind of want to go inward and have quieter conversations, do more of the quieter tasks within life and business. So for me, that worked for a long period of time. I really liked that. I liked setting my new moon intentions and I liked talking about the full moon manifestations and then releasing what doesn't serve me anymore at the full moon and gearing back up to bring in new manifestations and new intentions with the new moon. However, as I started to apply these things, I started to actually find that I would start to think that there was something wrong with me because it was not, my energy was not only outward energy from new moon to full moon. And it was not only inward energy from full moon back to new moon. I had blips of time, glimpses of time, sometimes that lasted for quite some time where I was like, no, I'm supposed to be resting right now, but I really want to go do the thing. Or like, wait a minute, isn't this outward energy time right now? Like, I just want to go take a nap. And so I would start to kind of like pick myself apart. So in, just as a disclaimer, 
when we're learning about this, we are not judging ourselves. We are not taking anything as hard and fast truth because we are all, we are all different human beings and the energy of the moon is going to do different things for us. But if we get to allow the moon cycles to be a guideline, that allows for us to get to know ourselves deeper. So within each cycle of the moon. I like to break it down into the eight cycles that are presented in the book Lunar Abundance. And instead of going into specific detail with this conversation, let's just leave it as every four-ish days about we have a transition of energy. So from the new moon, around the new moon, we start to feel, generally, that outward energy. We want to set the intentions and we want to get the ball rolling on what it is we, we want to bring to fruition. That lasts for a few days. And then we have kind of more of that reflective time period of feeling really grateful for having those intentions and really dreaming into fruition, what they are, not necessarily doing the things, but being with ourselves in the process. And then after we've had a few days of letting things integrate and start to feel really good, we get inspired because we've given ourselves spaciousness during that inward time frame to receive ideas, to get our energy back going again. Then again, we step into an outward phase where we can do the things. We can create the stuff. We can take the thoughts and turn them into things. Following that, again, is an inward time frame where we're looking at what we've created so far. We're kind of taking stock and taking note of all the things and looking at, okay, what's worked so far is what I intended still on point with what I'm feeling. Cool. It's like, you know, it's like doing a project and then giving yourself time to reflect upon it and getting ideas for the next project. You can think about it like that if you want to think about it logistically. And then, so that basically, I just went over four cycles there. And then we're at the full moon, which is again, an outward energy. But this outward energy is not about creating something new like the new moon was. It's about releasing what actually doesn't matter right now. Maybe releasing some things that you intended of several days prior, two weeks prior, that actually don't feel like they fit anymore. Or releasing limiting thoughts or doubts or negative talk that maybe has crept in throughout this process of creation because that doesn't serve you in bringing to fruition what you truly want. That's what the full moon is all about. It's about releasing what no longer serves you and basking in the illumination of everything that the moon is lighting up, being able to look at all you have created and all that you have felt and kind of assess where to go from there. Again, after this, it's more of that inward time period, more of that reflecting, more of that making peace with what you've released and really getting back centered so that you can press forward, continuing to work on the things as the next outward energy cycle comes up so that you can create again. And then we step into that outward cycle. We create. We're, now we're super laser focused on what it is we want to do because we've released what no longer serves us. Then we go back inward, right? Now we are taking stock of all that we have created and all that we have done. And we're feeling really grateful for being kind of getting near the end of this cycle. 
we've got one more outward cycle and this is the time to like do the last minute things and to get your energy up so that you can complete the projects and do the things. And then that final, that final phase leading back into next cycle's new moon is all about just enjoying what you have created witnessing what worked for you and allowing yourself to rest and take in new ideas and new thoughts that will lead you into the new moon's outward energy of intention setting and creation for the next cycle. So that's generally the cycle that we follow. And what if we as women remembered that over a 28-day cycle, we get to do the dance between the outward and the inward. To do the dance between doing all the things and then allowing yourself to rest and feel them. What would happen if we literally took our work priorities and looked at all the tasks that we have to do and put the times where you are um, speaking with clients and hosting events and talking to all the people and doing all the things, what if we put those during the times of the moon cycle that the energy is there to support that? And then what if we put the quieter tasks, maybe the financial um, uh, analysis at the end of the month and the website work and the, um, I don't know, anything that doesn't require a lot of human interaction? And we put those at the times of the month where our energy is more inward. And also remember that we can also not work. (laughs) We can use that inward energy to simply be, to spend some time journaling, to spend some time napping and, and nourishing our bodies and really recalibrating. We don't have to always be on. And that also means we don't have to always be on in the inward cycles as well. What if we parented this way? right? Where we just allowed ourselves to sit down and watch the flipping movie with our kids because we want to do it. It's an inward time of the cycle and that feels really good. And then we schedule trips to the beach and trips to the amusement parks during the outward cycle energy. I'll tell you what, not only is it going to positively impact you, but it's going to positively impact your kids because they are feeling the moon energy too. I don't know if anybody else has any moon babies, but literally this morning on the date that I'm recording this, my husband goes, are we near a full moon yet? Because like they both didn't sleep well last night. And I was like, no, but the new moon will be here and we can feel the energy of that already. He's like, oh, so like we're all just really crazy. (laughs) I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I share this with you because they feel it too. So we don't have to put them in a linear box while we're trying to step out of ours. Invite them into really tapping into themselves and seeing where, how they're feeling during the moon energy. And this is a fun conversation. Isn't it, an, isn't it an exciting way of living to say like, oh, I don't have to do the things because I've always been told I should just work hard all the time. It's not how I function. That's not what best supports me. And actually, I'll be more effective in my work when I actually allow myself to rest and rejuvenate in the times that literally the big ball in the sky that controls the oceans on this planet is asking you to do that. So cool, right? 
This stuff is lighting me up. So if you are not following me on Instagram, I invite you to because I talk about this all the time on Insta stories. It's at Jillian Bolands. And um, I'm just super, super psyched to be having this continue, continued conversation and knowing that we get to change and shift and grow and release and be a lot because of getting to know ourselves and utilizing the energy that's already around us. It's so exciting. Friends, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for going and leaving a review and liking this and sharing this information with your friends because this is really supportive and it's really exciting. And I hope you have a very good morning. Thank you so much, my amazing friends, for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. And I have a question for you. I know that the content in these episodes is hugely helpful for you and it's hugely moving for you, but it kind of brings up the, but now what question, the, how can I take this to the next level scenario in your mind? And I know that to be certain because ultimately it was listening to podcasts like this that really lit my fire and helped me to think bigger picture, truer picture that led me down the road of launching this business, living my life in congruence with my soul's purpose. And I want to offer the same to you. I know that through the number of services that I offer, one of them is exactly what you need right now to move that needle on your life, on your business, on your relationships, on your worthiness forward. And it is really important to me to be able to offer you all of the different options so that you know what is available to you. And the best way that we can do that, friends, is by hopping on the phone for a free consultation, a free one-to-one girlfriend soul chat about what life and business looks for you and which tools that I have within my world that I've created for you are going to best help you to amplify that, best help you to take it to the next level. I have a beautiful academy for those who are just starting off, just ready to launch their business. I've got a mastermind for those that are at the next level or are ready to up-level in a big way and be surrounded by a tribe of women who are doing that self-discovery work. And I work one-to-one with clients who really need a little bit more and yearn for a little bit more of that direct soul-to-soul contact, but also want the beautiful, crazy amazing relationships that come from being a part of tribes like the mastermind and the academy so if you're interested in talking about which of these services is the best option for where you are currently and where you're ready to go let's hop on the phone please head to www.jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. We will be in touch immediately upon receiving the request for that consultation. And we're going to set up a 30 minute time frame to chat and get to know each other so that I can begin coaching you for free and then guide you to the opportunity that's going to allow for you to energetically invest in yourself in the way that will best suit 
your needs and allow for you to step into the empowered version of yourself that is going to show up in this life in a huge and massive way. I'm so excited to connect with you. Again, jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. I can't wait to chat. Good morning.